Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My dear Christian friends, the tradition that we have in the Zarling household is that we all get together in church on Christmas Eve. We go back to our house and we light a fire in the fireplace. We eat appetizers and drink coppers. We open our stockings, and one of the girls sits on the floor by the Christmas tree and she hands out presents so that each person can open one at a time. What is your Christmas tradition? Perhaps it's you go to church and then you go over to grandma's house and you open little ones that as soon as the sun comes up, they're waking you up and they're tearing through their presents and then you go to church. Or maybe if you have grandchildren, now your tradition is in the weeks leading up to Christmas. You are going to different churches where your children go to church or your grandchildren are going to school and watch Christmas services. We find comfort in our traditions. There is a peace from doing the same thing year after year. A smile can appear on your face when you reminisce about things you've done in years gone by. But what happens when those familiar traditions can't happen or won't happen? Maybe it's because your children have grown up and they've moved far away. Or maybe someone in the family is ill in the hospital. Or maybe a divorce. Or maybe a spouse or a parent has died and Christmas and the traditions just don't seem that special anymore. Traditions can be peaceful, but what if that peace is broken by anger? We can find comfort in similarity, but what if the dissimilarity brings discomfort? What if instead of happiness and joy, our tradition is filled with grumpiness, anxiety, and depression? As our children get older, traditions change. As our culture becomes more and more perverse and takes away what is good and godly, traditions change. As family members move away or pass away and we feel alone and lonely, traditions change. Christmas traditions are important, but we need to be reminded that we do not find our comfort, joy, and peace in Christmas traditions. We find our comfort, peace, and joy in Christ and what he brings with him on Christmas. And so this Christmas Eve, we focus what he brings and Christ and Christmas bring change into our world. You see, when we change plans, we let others know by making a phone call or sending a text, email, or Snapchat. But when God makes a change, like a change that separates from B.C. before Christ to A.D. on of the Lord, a change of making us from sinners into saints, a change of prophecies to fulfillment, a change from promises made to promises kept. When God wants to, make, to announce a change, he sends his angels. And so the angel told the shepherds, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior was born for you. He is Christ the Lord. 
And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. That Savior was born to change our fears. And we have a lot to be afraid of in this world. We are rightly afraid of our intentions and the world's pleasures and our sinful nature's appetites and pleasures. And as our appetite is filled up with that sin, we are rightly terrified of God's righteous judgment upon our sin. And as sinners, living in a sinful, fallen world, we are rightly afraid of all of the sin and sinners that bring about war and violence, the bad economy, illness, disease, and ultimately death. And yet the first thing that the angel says is, do not be afraid. The Savior is entering our world to extract fear out of this world. That we don't need to be afraid because we have God by our side, guiding and guarding us with his righteous right hand. He is God with us. That's what the name Emmanuel means. He shields us from harm as he gathers us together in the shelter of the Christian church. We don't even need to be afraid of walking down that dark valley of death. As scripture reminds us, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I'm sure you've guessed that our world is a mess right now. I tell my daughters and the teens that I teach that the world that they're raised up in, being raised in a world where we have a Supreme Court justice appointee that doesn't know what a woman is, when you can't say no to anyone because you're going to hurt their feelings, where Christmas is 16.5% more expensive than last year's Christmas. Where film critics will say that the latest movie where it has white actors portraying blue aliens is racist or something. Where they'll say that the film director, James Cameron, he said that testosterone is a toxin that you have to slowly work out of your system. And where Prestigious Stanford University has said that the word she is on its list of harmful language. There's a lot of bad news in our world. And so we need good news. The good news that comes in the person of the Son of God, born of a virgin and laid in a manger in Bethlehem. It's the good news that God kept his promises to Adam and Eve, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, King David, and count generations it's good news that God loves us enough to send his only begotten son into this world to be laid in that manger in Bethlehem a savior that comes not to save us from our problems of language or race relations or the roles of men and women this is a savior that comes to deal with our real problem which is sin And so we read in the scriptures of the solution to our sin being our Savior. And as we read those scriptures, then we find the solutions to our other problems, like race relations and roles of men and women, language, and so much more. It is good news that God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem and rescue us who are under law. 
it is good news that this son pleases his father and also then appeases his father's anger so that that righteous wrath and anger poured out on us on the last day. This child is born to be this world's savior. I don't know if you've noticed that one of the hardest things to do right now is to convince other people and sometimes to convince ourselves that all of us are sinners. That all of us like to believe that and when we do something wrong, then we can just do more good to make up for the bad we do. Or we believe that, yeah, we do that. We can pay off that debt. But our debt is too, guilt, too great. And we believe that our guilt can be removed and forgotten about. And yet our guilt, too, is too great. And that guilt remains. And so we need a God who steps into this world of sin to save us from sin, to save the world, and to save us from a devil who keeps on tempting us to sin. He pays for our sin with his righteousness. He erases our guilt with his divinely human blood. He takes away the punishment we deserve, and he replaces that with the blessings of forgiveness, new life and salvation that we do not deserve. Jesus is born to be our Savior. And this is spoken, first of all, to those smelly shepherds. Imagine that you are that smelly shepherd, poor, ignorant, maybe. uh, But this Savior is also for you if you are disabled or shut in or aging or aching he is for you if you have a bad reputation whether that reputation is well deserved or not he is for you even if you think you're a pretty wonderful person or outwardly a wonderful person and inwardly you know the kind of person you are in your mind in your heart in your home To give the shepherds direction on where to go and how to find this child, the angel directs, you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling claws and lying in a manger. Every make-believe and false religion in our world is all about people going up and approaching their God. But the only true religion of Christianity has God coming down to be among his people He comes as a present. A present not wrapped in paper, but wrapped in strips of cloth. A present not laid under a tree, but laid in a manger. A present not given by parents or Santa Claus, but a present that is given by God the Father to humanity. And this is a present that brings with it peace on earth and goodwill to mankind. Traditions bring a sense of peace peace and comfort with familiarity and reminiscing. But traditions change over time, and that's okay. It's always good to change and try and start new traditions. The Son of God was born into this world to bring change with him. But I pray that there is a tradition that never changes for you and your family. And that tradition is what we are doing in church tonight. Go to church on Christmas Eve with your family and you hear that traditional Christmas gospel from the pen of Luke. 
It's a time when we can reflect on the angel's message of the change that the Christ child brings with him. Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And may our response to this good news of great joy and always be the same as the angels that were singing and praising God Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men on whom his favor rests. Amen.